0: This is the I'm Stuff Eating Disorder podcast, a podcast where we teach you stuff about eating disorders that you may not didn't know before. And of course, we're going to beat that bitch of an eating disorder. I'm your host, Queenie June Borgman. And in today's episode, episode 16 of season 7, we're talking about how to stop obsessing over food. Okay, guys, welcome back to a new episode. And it has been a while. Pooh, It has been a while. Uh, Being crazy busy. Been to check last week going to the UK this week. So a lot of traveling, but that's not per se the reason why I have been more inconsistent with the episodes. It's more that I'm always trying to find a subject that really matters so it can help you out. And I'd rather make quality content than quantity content. So While I was working, I was thinking about, you know, some conversations that I had with clients and not even eating disorder clients. And something hit me and that was the obsession about food. And it's something I had when I had during, you know, was during my eating disorder and something I briefly touched upon with what I eat in a day videos or those mukbang videos because they actually... Aid into the problem of being obsessed about food. It would be something I would watch in the times that I would deprive myself, but subconsciously not knowing that that was the reaction on it. And in this episode, I want to jump into the house on basically get rid of that uh, behavior. Because that shit is so, so tragic to have. And it actually does take a while before you get... um, Yeah, I would say before you get acquainted to not do it anymore. Because it is something that uh, steeps in uh, slowly and makes you so dedicated to being busy with food without you even knowing it. So that is that. Before I start this episode, I always want to remind you that you can always follow this podcast and share it with a friend, uh, share it on your story, share the Snapchat, whatever is possible, TikTok. Um, and hopefully you can help out people that do not understand it or help out yourself. So that is that. And let's start this episode. When I say obsession about food, I'm thinking that you instinctively know that this episode is for you. If you're like, oh, I know that I have that, but I'm not admitting that I have that. Um, Obsession about food, just like I said in the intro, is something that is built up over time. You do not wake up with, oh, you know, I'm obsessed with food. And the thing is that next to the fact that it's a psychological thing, it also very much is a physical thing. Because the moment you have either calorie restriction or food fears, food rules, and you're not eating what you want to, the chances of having more obsession with foods are significantly higher uh, in eating disorders. So how do you stop with that obsession? Well, I always say the easy way of saying it is do exactly the opposite of what your eating disorder is telling you and you're going to heal. However, the truth is that it is fucking hard and it takes some time and you're battling your fears and again I think for a lot of people that are listening to this I think you may be know knowing it but I'm just going to say it again food is a primary source and it's not like alcohol it's not like sex it's not like drugs it's not something you can throw away and don't need it anymore you know the secondary is so basically you're being confronted with your fears every day several times if you're eating and that makes it so emotionally hard with having an eating disorder. And that's why, again, I don't think uh, it's strange that eating disorder patients are somewhat more depressed or have more suicidal uh, thoughts because of the amount of stress we go through during recovery. However, we also have recovery and a lot of people, thousands of people, millions of people also recovered from their eating disorder. So there always is hope. So how do you stop this crazy ass food obsession? And now, more with detailed explanation and not by saying just do the opposite. Stop dieting. The first thing that I just addressed was eating stuff or eating not enough or not eating the stuff you really want. That is a diet, that is restriction. And unless you're going to change that, you will always be obsessed with the foods or the amounts of foods you cannot have. Your body wants to feel safe. It wants to not have that fight or flight uh, in its system. And the moment you're doing that, it's actually very, very triggering. The funny thing was, and this is a side story of the diet thing, but the same essence of the fight and flight. It's the same actually as when you're having a relationship with a partner. You will meet people that put you into fight and flight situations where you do not feel safe in the relationship and you feel you cannot express everything or go and you know get all the needs you want. And you will meet people that will give you those needs, let you express everything. And the fight and flight slowly and steadily will vanish. And you will have a healthy relationship with yourself and with your partner. Same goes for food. Your fight and flight will always be triggered if you're not letting yourself or giving yourself the permission to eat what you want with the amounts you want. And in the beginning, it can be very fearful because mostly a lot of people will eat more than they're used to or comfortable with. But throughout time, it will gradually go out of your system of eating maybe heavy amounts of volumes to normal portions. So stop dieting, hella hella first step for stopping your obsession with food. Then we have the rewarding system or for Dutchies beloning system that is when I have hit this weight or this type of figure, then I will be happy, then I will be living, then I can buy that dress, then I can go to prom, then I can go out with friends or whatever is that deal. It is basically black and white thinking, but it's more the rewarding system that you're saying, okay, until I'm there, then I'm worthy of getting that and that wordy off system, what is a lot of you know, a lot in eating disorder patients, will also trigger that obsession of food. So in this case, if I've done 10,000 steps, then I can have a slice of bread. So we're trying to earn our food. And believe me, guys, we will be working for a big part of our lives. So don't make your life any harder by trying to even earn your food. Because you should only be doing that by working. Um, that part is going to fuck you over big time. I had it as well. It was, in essence, compensation. Um, so... If I do that, then I can have that. Or if I've eaten that, then I need to do this. It could also be in that matter. And it's fucking draining and adds more to the obsession about food. Because often when it is uh, fitness related or you know training related or moving related, our body is already getting deprived of doing stuff with less food. Then it becomes even more bigger obsession with focusing on food because we already are so deprived. Talking about deprived... I think one of the biggest um, bittersweet things out there, what I think for what I'm doing in my work now helps a lot of people with getting insights, but can also become so, so obsessive, is counting calories. People, when they start to count calories, they are very, I think, chill about the effects and are very eager to learn. However, this strange codependency relationship starts to develop with food and with calories because it's basically having a wallet with xx amount of dollars or euros that you have per day and you want to spend it that wisely. And because of it, seeing it that functional and trying to be that, what I would call, functional eater, you will see that you're trying to get the most out of your buck and therefore making choices that you're not really into or going very low fat and therefore maybe fucking up your bowels, so constipated, shit like that only because of calorie counting, or when you're going to go out to dinner, you're already busy up front with checking the menu, or whatever comes with it, to make sure that it fits. And real life is that you cannot always control what you eat, and you cannot always control the amounts if you let that control go. And the whole part of an eating disorder is the problem of control. So by stopping counting calories, you let partially go off the control problem that you have with your eating disorder, what will eventually help with healing, but will also stop the obsession with food because you're not busy the whole day with how many money, aka how many calories you have left. You just eat what you crave and then when the meal is done, the meal is done. Or when the snack is done, the snack is done. And getting to that healthy mindset is so, so important. The funny thing is, and this is something that I once uh, read on Proud to be Me, was that this girl that had an eating disorder before, uh, well, her friends said, you know, she was busy with recovery and she had a schedule of a dietitian, three meals and three snacks in between. And in Dutch, we say, tussendoortje. And she never, her friends never heard about the word Tessdortje because they never went to a dietitian. They never had food problems and just ate what they crave. But you can already see that structure, that part of control in that type of diet, also with counting calories, uh, makes you look at food so differently and disconnect from what you really want, uh, what should actually be the case that you should connect with what you really want. And then there's this other part next to these things. There's so much more in life than just your body. And I'm not going to be that person that is going to glamorize the fact that there are people out there that think the same way. Because... Uh, through hardship, of course, and not being too, you know, don't would never like to judge people and stuff like that. We we have thank God a lot of people that are not busy with weight and busy how a person is and how they make them feel and how they you know their values and everything, but there also is a part of society that is busy with that as well and you need to filter out which people are good for your mental health and which aren't good for your mental health and that's something that's up to you but with the essence that there's so much more in life um, if you find the right healthy crowd for you You will less obsess with food because you start to understand that there's more to you than just your body and how many inches and centimeters and sizes you have. Uh, But it really depends on how your environment is. They sometimes say, you know, if you have a flower that isn't blooming... Uh, don't replace the flower, but replace the environment where the flower is in, so it can bloom, so keep an eye on your environment as well, because sometimes the obsession about food could also become be, be there because of your environment, maybe you have friends that do that, maybe you have a mother or auntie, maybe you're working in a workplace that is very uh, I would say that focused on appearances. And if you see that it isn't serving you, you should leave. And to be honest, that's something I did back in the day as well. Uh, I think it's like... Seven years ago five I don't even know anymore, but I also was in an environment that was very superficial and don't get me wrong I still want to look good but I'm not want to be judged by gaining two kg losing one or two kg by my whole environment making um, remarks on that so I chose to leave that as well nowadays I'm of course still in that type of job that could that could happen but I'm also so much more wiser and that Personally, I think it comes with age and experience. And that's something that is not a tip that I can give you that you can directly use. But throughout time, you will see how what a bullshit an eating disorder basically is. But it's something that you will see throughout time. I hope you like this podcast episode and I will see you in the next one. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode and I also hope you learned something from it and it helps you out with recovery. In the meantime, I want to give you a little bit of a heads up of all the things where you can find us, where you can find us on at underscore C O M on Instagram, at imestuff.nl on TikTok, and on imestuff.nl, where we even have an ebook about eating disorders. So if you want to know more, check that out. And just don't forget to share the episode. Give it to a friend that you think is in need. And you can follow the podcast and leave a review if you want to. Enjoy that and enjoy your day.